Hey everybody, it's Mark. Welcome to Unexpectedly Gruntled and welcome to December and the Christmas holiday season. I didn't give you guys an update last time, but if you're curious where we're at, we have over 300 listens. We have 82 followers and uh, you can hear us in obviously any country, but we have listeners in Canada, the United States and Germany. Uh, Enjoy the episode. All right, let's get you guys introduced to this week's characters. We have T1 and T2, who you guys have met before. We have Pacific. Uh, she's a girl I work with, and I'm pretty sure she's from an island in the Pacific Ocean. I'm not exactly sure what island, and you know what? I might be wrong. She might be from somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean. It doesn't really matter. The point is that she's in the story, FTW. Uh, she has that name, and it doesn't stand for what you think it stands for. What it stands for is for the win. We have Nebraska, who you guys have met before in a previous episode. We have Jam. I work with her, and she's from Jamaica, which is why we're giving her that nickname. I know it's not very creative, but that's what we're going to call her. And then we have a uh, a guy who's relatively new to us at work, and we're going to call him Scoots for this episode and for the future ones, I guess, as well. We also have the counselor in this week's episode, and... For lack of a better nickname, which we couldn't come to an agreement on one that everybody found to be comfortable to use, I'm just going to refer to this character as the girl. There's a story I'm going to tell in this week's podcast that made me think about uh, people's personalities and personality types, and I guess stereotypes in general. And I was thinking about myself because... There's this stigma associated with white vans and whoever drives white vans and you should stay away from the white van, especially if there's no windows, which I'm pretty sure that's the only way they manufacture them. However, they're like, you shouldn't go up there if the guy offers you candy, you shouldn't get candy. I feel like my personality is like the white van, the guy in the white van, whatever, where I will try to get people to get into these conversations with me, which aren't necessarily dangerous, but sometimes they're just interesting conversations. And I feel like I'm in there going, hey, go get your friends and bring them. We got full-size Snickers in here, so come on in. All right, I told you earlier that I will start uncomfortable, awkward situations with people just to make conversation, just to have something fun to talk about, just to get things going. So... At our community, we had a resident family Thanksgiving dinner where they invite their families. The families come in. All of us as a staff take care of them, just like we do from day to day, everyday life, everyday things. So we had talked about this maybe four years ago, five years ago, just briefly, not to the extent that we did this time. So I brought up the topic that somebody, since it was a family meal, Thanksgiving dinner, I was talking. Actually, there was all of us were there. I mean, like eight people. The ones that stick out in my mind the most are Pacific, FTW, Nebraska, and Jam. None of them, none of the other people said anything that really stuck in my mind, but all four of them said things that I found particularly interesting. So I said to them, So let's say we're all on a plane together, and this is based off of Yellow Jackets because T2 asked me to watch it. 
I said, let's say we're all on a plane together and the plane crashes on an island or in the middle of the mountains and there's no food, there's no anything anywhere. Obviously, we've all seen movies like Lost and, of course, TV shows like Yellow Jackets, so we know we're never, ever, ever going to get saved. We're just trapped there. We're stuck forever. No food. No whatever. So I said, how long after the plane crashes before somebody goes, uh, I'm kind of hungry. Who are we going to eat? And so we brought up the topic of cannibalism at the family Thanksgiving dinner, or I did, which is why I told the story earlier about the white van and my personality. So Jam said, I would never eat anybody. You guys would have to kill me or I would kill myself and then you could eat me, whatever. She's from Jamaica, so she's got a little bit of an accent. I can't do a Jamaican accent because I'm me. Uh, Nebraska and I had this conversation before, but originally it was just with the directors for the company and we're like, "Uh, this person, that person, whatever. This person to go first and we were trying to decide, you know, Obviously, you want to weed out the smart people first. You want to get rid of them because you don't want people thinking and outwitting you and figuring out a way to do whatever. She was of the opinion that we should also keep an eye on the tall people and maybe take them out first because you could use their bones for a tent or whatever, which is a little morbid and dark, but it's fun. However, I thought about it after the fact, and that is a horrible, horrible idea in Nebraska, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm the tallest person at work, and... I don't want my bones being used for a tent, okay? Maybe uh, you can use it for a lean-to or something else if I happen to die naturally, but I'm not going to let you guys take me out. Anyways, Pacific said, I would never eat anybody either. I would not do it. I would just hide from you guys. And she said that in front of everybody, like she was just being smooth and slick or whatever, but people didn't know because she's very innocent acting, whatever. She came to me later on the side. So if you guys are listening to the podcast, Pacific is just tricking you. She came up to me and said, Mark, I would totally be on your side and you would not kill me because I'm smart and you need me. I'm strong too. I go to the gym and I will help you. So apparently I have an ally already. So this is like Survivor, real life Survivor on the island that we're just talking about at work as a casual everyday weird work event. But it was it was awesome. And then... I do remember somebody saying, what about that person? Would you eat that person? And FTW, which I told you, does not stand for what you think it stands for. It stands for for the win. She said, you don't want to eat her. She does some weird stuff. She's probably really grisly and not good to eat. So that being said, still every once in a while, Pacific, for example, will be like, we're still on the same team. So it's just awesome. And then the next day, we had a brand new employee start. And everybody says, hey, how's it going? You know, they do the the welcome to the team thing. The first thing I said to him was, hey, if we all go on a plane ride together, would you go with us? And he's a taller guy, so we might be able to use his bones. All right, I'm going to give you a little background on myself. I had a TBI, or traumatic brain injury, in a car accident in 2006. And because of that, I think it's maybe a fine motor skill thing. I have a hard time opening up small packages. Like, for example, and I know everybody has a difficult time. Like, if you buy silverware from Kohl's or somewhere, it's stuck in there really well. They put, like, industrial staples on the silverware so you can't get them out or steal them out of the packages. 
And if you bought silverware anytime recently, you understand why you would steal it because the stuff is outrageously expensive. It's like 40 bucks for, you know, forks, knives, spoons for four people. Oh, and a soup spoon. Anyways, I can't open small packages. If it's like Dayquil, uh, I have to stab it with a knife or a pen or scissors or go get bolt cutters, whatever you need to get into those packages. Because for me, it's an extremely difficult thing to open the packages. So that being said, I've been hanging out with the girl lately and I explained to her, look, I can't open small packages. That's why it's always nice to have a girlfriend because it could be like, hey, you don't want me to die from being congested. So can you open this for me? And that would be super awesome. So since I've explained that part, I also thought about it for a minute and I said to her, Hey, just so you know, I am 55, and I also cannot open a bra. I said, as far as I'm concerned, a bra is a penitentiary for your boobs, and they're never coming out. They got 13 to life or whatever age you were when you first had that issue, but I said, can't get it off. I said, the, there are two options. You can either help if it comes to that situation, or I can cut them off with scissors. And after we had that discussion, she thought that maybe I needed some safety scissors for Christmas, which means that I probably have to get her a seven or $8,000 gift card to Victoria's Secret since she's going to replace a lot of bras. Since I'm assuming she's not going to help since she offered scissors. For the help topic this week, I'm going to talk about patience. I have not been a patient person in the past. I would get irritated at almost everything if it didn't happen immediately, whether it be being stuck in traffic, not getting dinner on time, somebody screwing something up that caused us to be delayed. And uh, I found that it caused a lot of, well, anger in my life. It just made me uh, unhappy and unpleasant to be around for the people in my life. And, uh, for myself in general. So I've read a lot of articles this year and uh, I'm going to give you some help topics, help tips for dealing with uh, being patient. And part of the problem with this is in today's society, more so now than ever in the past, and it progresses all the time, is that now you can get anything immediately. There is no sense of delayed gratification. Whereas if you work hard for something, you'll eventually get to your goal Whereas now you can get anything almost immediately, whether it be door dashing food and getting it in 15 minutes or streaming a brand new movie to your house instead of having to wait in line and go to the theater and get popcorn, whatever. So these are seven tips that you can use to help you with your patience. The first one is to be mindful. And uh, that means, you know, to think the situation through. But while you're thinking about it, you want to take deep breaths and just relax and you focus on your breathing and not necessarily on the situation. It sounds silly. You tell kids to count to 10 before they talk about whatever. There's a lot to be said for uh, focusing on your respiration. You can uh, really calm yourself down in a, in a quick time by doing that. The second thing is to accept the situation, whether it be that you're stuck in traffic or if you have a job that you hate. You can change these things. You can change the things even if they're unpleasant things. If you're stuck in traffic, why don't you get off on a different 
exit and stop and get a coffee or go sit in the park for five minutes if you have time to do that. And you can focus on your breathing while you're doing that. And you can do two things at the same time. The third one is to learn to build a tolerance for uh, discomfort, basically. I have done this myself. Like, for example, if there's a line at 7-Eleven or at McDonald's or wherever, I have let people go ahead of me. And it teaches me to be more patient because of the fact that I'm doing something to help somebody else out. And it's not necessarily comfortable for me to wait longer, but it teaches me to work on my patients. And while you're doing that, another thing that will help you with your patients is while you're waiting in line, don't get on your phone. Sit there in line. Don't be on your phone because you immediately need to know what news or whatever because that just kind of detracts from the overall uh, building of the tolerance level because you're immediately getting what you want by getting on your phone. Uh, When you're feeling rushed... This is the uh, fourth one. You should slow down. Uh, I've actually been surprised by this because I like to hurry through jobs, get things done, and that way it's done and over with and you don't have to worry about it. However, there's a lot to be said for slowing down and appreciating uh, doing a good job and focusing on the job. And sometimes little uh, rewards come out of those things. Here's a good one for me, actually for everybody, but... It, this is not a hard one for me. Let me put it that way. You should be playful. You should laugh at yourself. Laugh at your friends. Uh, just sing. Be silly. Uh, take yourself far less seriously, and it will help you to work on your patience level for sure. Uh, the next one is let things feel broken. You, you know, that's a tough one for a lot of people because everybody thinks almost immediately, we can fix this situation. Let's resolve it right now and get it taken care of and it's over and done with and then you don't have to worry about it in the future. Realize that not all things can be fixed immediately and some things take more time and it's not an immediate fix, which if you're looking for the immediate fix, you're just going to set off your patience and where you're not being patient about it and just being distracted. And then uh, this one was probably the hardest one for me, actually, was to be a good listener. Uh, Instead of thinking of a response to what the person's saying uh, at the beginning of their sentence, just listen to the whole conversation, internalize it. Take a few seconds to respond to them. Let them know, hey, this is what I think about that. After hearing them out and through, you can say, I think because of what happened, you can do this. I can tell you this, and uh, my coworkers can tell you this for a fact. I've become a far better listener, and I feel sometimes like I'm the camp counselor. But I'm glad that I can be there for my friends and my coworkers and the people that I love and that love me uh, just by focusing on my patients. And I'll tell you what, it's really changed things for me, and it could change things for t- you too. All right, got four songs for this week instead of the normal five. The first song is going to be a Christmas song. It's by Ingrid Michaelson. It's called Christmas Lights. And it's actually, uh, the album was written by her based off the entire first season of Stranger Things. So it's really cool, a little, di- little different twist on Christmas, but it's fun. Uh, the second song, since I've been getting settled into my house, I've played Cups Bowls, all that kind of fun stuff now, towels. Uh, I even have silverware. So thank you for 
Kentucky Fried Chicken for loaning me the sporks for so long, but I don't need them anymore. So the second song is My House by Flo Rida. And then I am proud of all of my kids, T1, T2, Wolverine, and Moon Runes. I don't know everything that's going on with all of them because they don't share everything. They're teenagers and early 20s, and you know they don't tell you everything when they get to that age. However, T2 was proud this week, and I am proud of her as well. She got accepted into three colleges, the Savannah School of Art and Design, uh, the University of Nebraska, and my favorite of all of them, Colorado State University. So the third song this week is going to be the Colorado State University fight song by the Colorado State University marching band. And then for the fourth song, I know it has to do with a, uh, a lesbian relationship. That is not why I'm playing it. You can infer whatever you want out of why I picked this song. But the fourth song this week makes me happy to be alive. And it's I Kissed the Girl by Katy Perry. I don't know why this happens, but when I leave people, if they're new people to me, if they're old people to me, on a regular basis, people tell me things like, be safe. Like, I don't know if it appears on a regular basis that I am doing things dangerously. Like, I have a sign around my neck that's a, like, watch out for this guy. I don't know what the deal is. And every so often, somebody will say, well, good luck. And I'm not, like, going to the casino. I'm not buying scratch tickets. It's just, like... You're winging the rest of this life, so good luck. Anyways, I appreciate you guys listening to me. So glad that you're here. Hope you enjoy this episode. And for the record, I recorded two episodes today, so you won't have to wait two weeks plus for the next one because I'm getting on top of things. And I apologize for the delay, but I really appreciate all of you listening.